Hello and welcome to Music for a While. I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the New Criterion. Care to romp around in some romantic piano music? Virtuosic romantic piano music? High-quality salon stuff? Well, that's what we're going to do. I wrote a post called Meet Mushkovsky. Here we go. Many of us, I'm sure, know Mushkovsky because of Horowitz. Moritz Moshkovsky was a composer and pianist who lived from 1854 to 1925. Vladimir Horowitz was the great and fabled pianist who lived from 1903 to 1989. I suppose I should give their nationalities. That is not as easy as you might think. Moshkovsky was a Polish Jew from Breslau who was German, more or less. Horowitz was a Russian-Jewish-American, you could say. The 20th century was tremendously dislocating and dangerous. In any event, Horowitz took Mushkovsky all around the world. He played three of his pieces over and over again, usually as encores. He played them on every continent in every decade. Two were etudes, belonging to the 15 Etudes de Virtuosité, Opus 72, Etudes of Virtuosity. Horowitz played number 6 in F major and number 11 in A flat. He also played a piece called Etincelle, Sparks, from Moshkovsky's Eight Morceaux Caractéristiques, Eight Characteristic Morceaux. All of these pieces were scintillating in Horowitz's hands. He gave them his own endings, as was typical of him. He did it to Rachmaninoff, too, to Rachmaninoff's Prelude in G minor in particular. People are still playing those Mushkovsky pieces, especially if they are pianists with an old-world pedigree or who have a love for that world. I've noticed on YouTube that Mikhail Pletnyov played the Etude in A-flat as an encore in Beijing in 2018. Comes now the first disc, the first volume, in Moritz Mushkovsky, Complete Music for Solo Piano. The label is Takata Classics. The series is to be chronological, evidently. Publicity tells us that the first volume features the composer's early works, many of which have never been recorded before. From the excellent liner notes of Martin Eastick, I learn many things. I'll give you two more so. Among Moshkovsky's students were Joseph Hoffman, Wanda Landowska, and Thomas Beecham. And get this. Moshkovsky married a younger sister of Cécile Chaminade, Henriette. Eastick quotes Harold C. Schoenberg, the famed critic and historian of pianists. Writing about Moshkovsky's output, Schoenberg says that no better salon music has ever been composed or any so gratefully conceived for the piano. In his liner notes, Eastick tells us that Moshkovsky was a star, a hit, at the end of the 19th century. But the more sober artistic climate of the early 21st seems to have less time for music now regarded as the frivolity of a more innocent age. Moshkovsky's piano music had indeed been very popular, but a gradual decline set in after the cultural and social changes brought about by the Great War. Eastick ends as follows. Moshkovsky's important contribution to his own particular genre of piano music is in perfect accord with its own historic and social context. 
for a century, received opinion looked down its nose at such music, but now it can be enjoyed for what it is, as its appreciative first audiences already understood. Far be it from me to look down my nose, and I, for one, am a ready audience for Mushkovsky. As a rule, I like music that other people consider old-fashioned, dated, and perfumed. But I found many of the pieces in Volume 1 forgettable. Pleasant, yes, and also forgettable. But we are only at the beginning, the beginning of Mushkovsky's output. There are surely more memorable pieces to come, such as those Horowitz winners. Incidentally, Moshkovsky wrote a treatment of Bizet's Carmen. I mention this because Horowitz did too, quite famously. I concluded my post with this. Long ago, a conductor and I were talking about new music, the obligation that performers feel to program new music. Well and good, he said, but I also believe that we should program music of the past, music that has been under a bushel and deserves to see the light of day. Yep. Okay, without further ado, let's hear Horowitz play Mushkovsky. We'll hear a piece he played a thousand times, almost always as an encore. The Virtuosic Etude in F, Opus 72, Number 6. Clarity City, my friends. Articulation City. And such panache. Even a touch of jazz. Horowitz is a machine, but a machine with heart and flair. Check them out. The inimitable Vladimir Horowitz in Mushkovsky's Etude in F, Opus 72, Number 6. We'll save the Etude in A-flat, Opus 72, Number 11, for later. Again, I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the New Criterion, bringing you music for a while. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, you may do so via iTunes, Google Play, and so on. If you'd like to write to me, the address is Nordlinger at newcriterion.com. If you'd like to sponsor the show, please let us know. Okay, you remember I mentioned that Moritz Mushkovsky wrote a Carmen piece, a piece from Bizet's Carmen? He called it Chanson Bohème, 
and we will hear it played by a Turkish pianist, Seyta Taniel. I apologize to all Turks for my pronunciation. Anyway, enjoy this ride. Thank you. 
Horowitz got the idea for his piece, his Carmen Variations, from this piece. And they both got it from Georges Bizet, the composer of Carmen. In any case, we have heard Moritz Moschkowski's Chanson Bohème, played by Seta Taniel. Hey, speaking of Spain, and you know how French composers such as Bizet love to write Spanish music, Moschkowski wrote a Caprice Espagnol. It is one of his best-known pieces, one of those pieces that old-world pianists like to play as encores. And Stephen Huff, the British pianist, included it on an album of, what else, virtuosic encores. Check him out, especially those repeating notes, not all that easy, and delightfully employed by Moschkowski.
That was Caprice Espanol by Moshkovsky, played by the cerebral, talented, and adventurous Brit Stephen Huff. Speaking of cerebral, talented, and adventurous, I got a note from my friend Brinton Smith, cellist extraordinaire. He's also a math whiz, but that's another story. Brinton Smith is principal cello of the Houston Symphony. Before that, he played in the New York Philharmonic. I love Moshkovsky, says Brinton. Do you know Sarasate's arrangement of Moshkovsky's guitar? Violinists and a few ambitious cellists play it. Just perfect music, comfortable in its own skin. Why must everything be steak? Moshkovsky is dessert. And I wouldn't shun him any more than I would shun ice cream. Here are my two favorite anecdotes involving him. Moshkovsky once signed an autograph book that had been previously signed by Hans von Bülow, the famed German conductor. Von Bülow had written, Bach, Beethoven, and Brahms. Tous les autres sont des crétins. All the others are cretins. When Moshkovsky saw this, he added underneath, Mendelssohn, Meyerbeer, and Moshkovsky. Tous les autres sont des chrétiens. All the others are Christians. Okay, anecdote number two. In response to a request from the composer Ernst Parabo, Moshkovsky replied in a letter, I should be happy to send you my piano concerto, but for two reasons. First, it is worthless. Second, it is most convenient, the score being 400 pages long, for making my piano stool higher when I am engaged in studying better works. Well, the piano concerto, and I think Moshkovsky means his piano concerto in number two, in E major, may not be immortal, but let's sample it regardless. We'll hear a bit of the third movement, the scherzo, which is Moshkovskian without question. Thank you. 
heard some of the scherzo from Mushkovsky's Piano Concerto No. 2 in E Major, Opus 59, played by Markus Pawlik with the Polish National Radio Symphony Orchestra under Antoni Witt. Poles will forgive my pronunciation, I trust. Well, want to hear an inarguably good piece? I adore this. This is that other virtuosic etude in A-flat, Opus 72, number 11, played by Horowitz. Again, this was one of Horowitz's favorite encores. If you can play it as he does, why not? in his Mushkovsky, his beloved, trusty, audience-wowing Mushkovsky, the virtuosic etude in A-flat, Opus 72, number 11. In his letter to me, Britton Smith mentioned guitar, French for guitar. This is a Mushkovsky piano piece arranged by Pablo Sarasate. Britton recommends listening to Gendron, Maurice Gendron, and we will. He is accompanied by Peter Gallion.
You have heard Guitar by Moshkovsky, arranged by Sarasate, and played by Maurice Gendron, cello, and Peter Gallion, piano. Gendron was a Frenchman who lived from 1920 to 1990. Thank you so much for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have enjoyed Moritz Moshkovsky and his exponents. We will end with maybe his most delightful piece, Etincelles, Sparks. Arkady Volodos, the great Russian pianist, played it outdoors once on a wild occasion. He soups up Etincelles, too, making it harder and arguably more amazing. Anyway, I love this, a high-class, glorious circus act, and I hope you will, too. See you soon. Here is Etincelles by Moritz Moshkovsky, played and embellished by the stunning Arkady Volodos. Thank you.